I feel like it's good etiquette to taste myself before having someone go down on me or even just like fucking someone, you know? Yeah. And I was thinking how that's almost a double standard because why don't men taste themselves? Oh my God. <laughs> doing it and doing it and doing it well. So this is an interesting episode because we've flip-flopped where I'm the one with the raspy voice. <laughs> but it's so sexy, but it does sound like painful to listen to. It's very interesting. <laughs> what it's painful? Like no, painful. Gust- like <laughs> it sounds like it might be hurting you to speak. Oh. Oh, no, it actually doesn't. It's just more about yeah, there's. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, everything is fine. <laughs> um, welcome everybody to another episode of Girls Gone Deep, where we're going deep in more ways than one. We're talking all things sex, non-monogamy, personal growth, all the weird shit that happens in between. And I'm L. We'll do introductions. And I'm V. Today we got like another Mod Podge episode. So, uh, but I really think we're going to have a lot to say on this one topic. So let's see <laughs> how many other topics we cover. So I'm really excited to talk about this. We're talking about cum. Cum, so, cum, cum. <laughs> and it's going to be, you know, everything about female cum, male cum, the smell, the taste, what we like, what we don't like. And at first I was like, how the fuck are we going to talk about this for more than five minutes? But then as I was like delving in, I was like, oh my God, I have so many stories. And like, you know, it was almost like a (laughs) rabbit hole of like, oh yeah, that too. And that too. So we're going to cover all of it. And if it comes out of a vagina or a penis, then that I am, I'm lumping (laughs) that into Come ejaculation, all that shit. So okay, sold, fine. I've been there. Have you been there? Have you had the yeasty secretions? (laughs) Shall we say? (laughs) Did you know we were going here so early? No, I did not know we were going there. But to answer your question, been there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 So if you're Come is lumpy. Please get it checked out. And if it's itchy, if it's itchy, itchy. also if it's pink, that's not necessarily like blood from your period or something like that. It could be BV. So yeah, we were talking about the difference between ejaculation and squirting, squirting, squirting juice. So you described that ejaculation is milky. It's a little bit milky and the squirting juice is uh, more clear. So I really like squirting because if you can get a girl to squirt, you're lubing the situation Mm -hmm. up and shout out to the hockey player again. So first time playing with the hockey player, he was the one that we did 69 positions standing up in episode 21. Mm -hmm where we created a new horrible life card. And so hockey player, I remember the first time that we played with them, he got me to squirt. I don't squirt very often. And within like him fingering me and I don't know, his strong arms, strong fingers, I literally got wet, juiced out. I don't like squirt, like shoot out like a projectile, but I'm more like gush and it's definitely there. So he got me to to squirt a little bit and to gush. And as soon as I squirted, he threw his cock inside of me and it was the hottest. 
Wow. I have ever, like, it was like, holy shit. Like, um, I hope I can do that one day. Like <laughs> with a female, like if I'm wearing a strap on, like I'm going to get her to squirt and just throw it right in because yeah. it's the perfect time because it's wet, it's lubed and everything. Mm, so that's hot. I personally like it because of the lubrication that it provides. Mm. What's your experience personally with you squirting? So I have never really been able to do it. Until M made me squirt uh, <laughs> at Temptations. And I'm going to save that story for a later episode. But okay. I was shocked when I did it. Um, and it was fine in that moment. And it was on my fuck it list. And I'm glad that I did it. But even now, like I, whenever I find myself feeling like I'm going to squirt, like it's that almost like you're going to pee sensation, but then you have to just like kind of lean into it and let go. I, I stop and I say, don't make me squirt. Don't make me squirt. And like I tense up, my body tenses up. It's just like gross to me. Anyway, squirting, uh, originates in the bladder. And so I think that we, can say that there is some pee in it. I think that a lot of scientific uh, studies have shown that there's some pee in it, but I have not tasted or smelled it. And in fact, when I kind of pulled some friends about male versus female cum versus squirt juice, some people said they enjoy squirt juice even more, mm. which is mm. very interesting to me. They go into depth about like what or what about it that they – Really? No, just maybe it's just the hotness of the situation. Um, I'd like to ask, have you always felt this way about these different ejaculates or liquids that come from our genitals? I never thought twice about it until I heard from others that it was like bladder and urine, but it still never changed my opinion about it. Like, oh, I don't want that. Even still knowing that information, I still had a girl squirt on my face and I still try to, you know, if I can get girls to squirt and I feel like as I'm fingering them, they're starting to get there, I'll try to work for it. Mm. Oh my gosh, um, you almost made me squirt when we yeah, had yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> do you make people squirt? And then you tried. And then as soon as I was actually trying to actively do it, it, it went away. <laughs> like yeah. a sneeze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, yep. So, well, so I think that's interesting that you say that because I I've had a lot of hangups sexually throughout my life about smells and tastes and worrying about what I smell and taste like, and I think that it's just natural. Like this is our bodies, and I've had a couple of partners who have really helped me with that. Uh, the photographer, my dom, he was really great. He loved natural scent. In fact, he didn't want me to use deodorant the day that I saw him. Like he wanted to smell my natural pheromones and my natural funk. And, you know, that includes my pussy. And I, that was a huge boundary for me to overcome. I still never fully did and was very uncomfortable with it. But like I had to keep trying to think, okay, he likes this. He asked for it. It's fine. Um, but but yeah, he really, he really helped me see like this is our body. It's natural. Um, and so even if we know that there is some urine in squirt juice or it originates in the bladder, 
we don't have to be grossed out by that because it's all our body, right? Yeah. And you're in a sterile, sterile, so it's fine. It's clean fluid. There's nothing in there (laughs) that would be harmful or anything like that. So, well, so I read an article called what is female ejaculation on medical news today. And it actually describes this fascinated me. So in a 2014 study, researchers used ultrasound to monitor women during self-stimulation. Let me say that without stuttering. In a 2014 (laughs) study, researchers used ultrasound to monitor women during self-stimulation. The study found that all the women started with an empty bladder, which began to fill during arousal. The post-ejaculation scans revealed that the participants' bladders were empty again. So even ejaculation is in the bladder as well. Isn't that so interesting? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this was like, so the ejaculation was during sex. Did they orgasm? I guess. Was it mentioned? What does it say? It says after ejaculation. Yeah. So I, I guess if we're not equating ejaculation to orgasm, then we don't know. But they did apparently wow. ejaculate. So. Wow. Very okay, interesting. So, yeah. Still, still, I think it's still information that needs to be discovered of what truly is. Yeah. I mean, this, this is from 2022. Um, so we still, we have about a year's worth of research since then, but, um, a lot of stuff that I've read just says, you know, science, scientists do not fully understand female ejaculation and there is limited research on how it works and its purpose. So, it's very interesting <laughs> that it's such a mystery. All of it is a mystery. The clit is a mystery. And like, <laughs> so do you equate female ejaculation to ejaculating when you come or is it female ejaculation is the process of just getting wet? I think this is talking about coming, but I am equating in my mind secretions and getting wet. So yeah, when I was, that's how I look at it too. Yeah. When I was thinking of it, I was thinking of like the taste when I go down on a girl, like before she's actually come. So have you ever tried to alter your taste by eating a certain thing or eating healthier or noticed a difference? So it's interesting. I've never intentionally done like a self-experimentation of like true eating patterns and how that affects my cum, but I do pay attention to my cum very often. And like, if I know I'm going to be playing, I will intentionally like eat more fruit. Mm. I don't know if it really works or not. And then I also take a supplement called fenugreek. So fenugreek is traditionally used in breastfeeding women to produce more breast milk. It's also important for the lymphatic system, which is a part of our immune system, which helps improve flow of lymphatics. Um, and, but it has a really sweet maple type of a flavor to it. So I discovered this when my husband M was taking it as a supplement and it can also help with like libido and things like that, which is why he was taking it. I think that's why he was taking it. I'm not even really sure at this point. It's been so many years But when he sweats or if I'm like sucking his dick, I can smell off of his skin 
maple. Mm. And I'm like, what are you taking? Like you smell and taste delicious. Like what is this? Mm. So ever since he started taking it, I was like, I'm going to start taking this. Like, this is amazing. So if I take it for about three weeks consistently, like my armpits, no joke, like will smell a little bit like maple. There's a hint of maple to it. I love that. So yeah. So if I'm going on like a play weekend or a vacation, I make sure I take my fenugreek twice a day. And I hope that it translates to my vagina, but I don't, I haven't specifically truly tested that to be sure. But yeah, I'll eat more fruit and I look at fenugreek as an, as a way to try to change flavor. I don't remember the taste of maple, but I do remember you tasting delicious. You don't remember maple. <laughs> Thank you for you, that. You didn't taste like a stack of pancakes, but <laughs> <laughs> otherwise I would, you would eat my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> I have teeth marks. Uh, what about you? Have you, in, have you changed your dietary habits? I have not, but I do think it's interesting thinking about like, again, all the research that I've done and I've heard this throughout the years, you know, everything from eating red meat to, you know, onions and garlic to caffeine. And I drink a fuckload of caffeine. So that can all affect your taste. And Mm, yes, of course. Yeah. And, and those things are in the negative way versus, you know, acidic fruits, like everyone knows the pineapple thing, but then there's also um, lemon, lime, et cetera. They help with the sweetness of your taste. So those I have not actually experimented with. However, I have noticed differences in my time of the month and during my cycle. Yeah. Um, and I can't say exactly what is what, but it's like, oh, I taste different. I wonder why that is. Oh, right. I just had my period last week or like, oh, I'm just about to have my period or something like that. So mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit sweeter around my period. Yeah. So I know that I know that we taste differently and smell differently around our period. I haven't tracked specifically the differences in that. I mean, I would imagine that immediately after your period. So, you know, day one is when you have your period, your first day of bleeding. And then day 14 around that time is when you ovulate. That's when you release an egg. So that's when your your cervical fluid that's secreted gets a little bit thicker, right? Because it wants to catch the sperm. Mm. I imagine that it would taste sweeter Mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. Like you would want it to be appetizing because your body wants you to fertilize the egg and be more delicious. Mm. But I'm going to start paying attention to that after this conversation tonight because I'm curious as like a little self-experimentation, like what do I taste like? Like I always like taste myself. It's just a common thing that I do, but I don't ever associate it with the time of my month. So I'm going to start paying attention to that more. I was thinking about how I taste myself as well because I feel like it's a uh, uh, an ed. It's oh my god, words are hard. Uh, I feel like it's good etiquette to taste myself uh, before having someone go down on me or even just like fucking someone, you know? Yeah. And I was thinking how that's almost a double standard because why don't men taste themselves? But then I was talking to Jay about it and it's like, well, you know, a a woman 
when she's kind of like secreting and the whole time kind of when someone's going down on them, it almost quote unquote matters a little bit more because it is a longer time that there's going to be a taste and a smell and a secretion down there versus, you know, ejaculation for a man just happens like boom and it's done. Right. Yeah. I think there's also a difference too, because the male ejaculation comes from internal where the female it's, it it comes into contact more with the external. Mm. It gets there for longer periods of time. So it's mixing also with other stuff. Mm -hmm. Who knows what that is where men, it's like a clean shoot internal to external that it is what it is. And I can honestly say that I've never taken a guy's cum and been grossed out or put off by it. It's always been just like, okay. I haven't been like, wow, that tastes like great ice cream or something. You know, like it's not something <laughs> I'm like, I've just never been put off by it. You know, it's never been bad. Um, I've almost choked on some uh, really <laughs> chlorine oh like battery God. acid, disgusting. But you know what? Is that like, well, if that's like a night of drugs or like partying. And not well, what's very interesting is. In my research, it says, what should healthy semen taste like? And it, like, semen with a healthy pH balance is going to taste ammonia-like or chlorine-like. That's gross. Ew. I know. <laughs> I think, And that really shocked me, but that was from uh, one of those medical, here we go. In terms of taste, semen tends to be slightly sweet due to its high fructose content. With that said, a more alkaline pH can make semen taste salty or bitter or a combination of sweet and salty. Mm. Certain foods can alter the taste and smell of semen, making it more bitter, pungent, or musky. These include alcohol, asparagus, cabbage, coffee, dairy, garlic, meats, and onions. So speaking of taste of fluid and foods, Brandy told me about a time when the DJ, I think he ate like half of a pineapple or almost a whole pineapple in like a day and a half or two days. Like it was a very short period of time. And she swore that his cum tasted like pineapple Mm. after eating, but it was literally like a half of a pineapple or more. (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, there are also i'm i'm very interested in trying vitamins that you can take similar to the fenugreek that you just said uh that are meant to actually alter your taste down there wait does it like work are there reviews on this yes um it's called taste vitamin is this for men and for women? For men and women. And it has oh. like banana, strawberry, like just a bunch of fruits in it or something. So I I have not tasted it. So, you know, try at your own risk. But I was reading about it and I think that's very interesting and I'm going to try it. <laughs> I'm going to try it Because I want to say – I wanted you to look at the ingredients since – you would be able yeah, to tell I me mean, if it's safe or not, but I want to look it up. It's called taste, taste vitamin. Of. Right. So this says taste vitamin. You are right by taste Vita Inc. It says packed with premium natural ingredients. It 
works with your natural pH levels to improve taste and smell of bodily secretions for him and her. Take two capsules two hours before activity. For best results, take two capsules per day monthly for pleasurable down under experience. So the natural ingredients include banana powder, strawberry powder, mango, pineapple, peppermint, and cinnamon. Peppermint and cinnamon. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's fruit. So like, why not just eat those fruits? But I guess people aren't eating that every single day. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. So this kind of- Like a concentrated- Yeah. It just kind of substantiates that, yes, what you eat affects your cum and fruits are beneficial. I also want to round this out by saying um, whenever I am on top of my boric acid usage, I find that it really evens out and just makes me flavorless. So, and and I've also told women like, oh, wow, you taste so good. And they'll be like, oh, I was, I was on top of my pork acid (laughs) recently. (laughs) That's good to know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because our bacteria population dictates what's secreted in our vaginal canal. And so that makes absolute sense that if you're maintaining the population of healthy bacteria, that you're going to have a healthier taste. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, we've focused a lot on the vulva and the vagina. Um, (laughs) I would love to talk about male ejaculation. And as we get into it, something very interesting that one of my friends mentioned was, so male cum versus female cum, take the ejaculation part out of it. There's a very interesting focus on men coming in sex versus females coming in sex. And if a man doesn't come, it feels like that sexual episode isn't complete. It's like a failure. Like a failure. What are your yeah, thoughts? I mean, that's a strong, strong, I mean, a hundred percent. I agree with that. Like it's um, a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a, like, oh my God, I wasn't good enough. It's an instant self-reflection of the experience itself that I wasn't good enough or I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And I think that for me, I felt that way a lot before I got into the lifestyle. And then when I got into the lifestyle, a lot of the focus, I mean, it's been great to have more focus on females and pleasure and I think that there's a different level of female uh, satisfaction in the lifestyle, but also being in the lifestyle has held me to stand in my own power. And I know that I'm responsible for my own orgasm. Mm. And so for me, I don't think it's up to somebody else to give me an orgasm. It's up to me to do that. So if I want one, I need to either speak up more, communicate dirty, dirty talk during the sexual experience, like, yes, do that more. Don't do that or go deeper, go harder. Or I just know what I need, whether that's rubbing my clit or using a vibrator, my favorite positions that I like to do to get me there. So I don't know. For me, I have a different viewpoint of that because I take charge of my own orgasm. But I also find that in the lifestyle, it's different. Women's orgasms are valued and more put into focus Mm -hmm. than I it was before I wasn't, you know. But I think that's because of there's a lot of reasons. I just think that the male sex has always been put forefront in porn. Most of the porn that's available, the men are a focus and it's about the men's pleasure. In society, 
I feel like it's always been about the men's pleasure in terms of sexual discussions and, and different things like that, that we've almost have this unconscious um, pressure to make sure that the men are always enjoyed and satisfied and coming, but it's never focused on the females. Well, and because it's also, it's visually obvious when they finish. Whereas for females, it's harder to tell. And mm-hmm. so I think that's something. So are you also saying if we're responsible for our own orgasm, you're saying like if a man is not coming, then it's up to him to communicate his needs in order to get there as well? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I do that. And I would expect the male to do that. And I feel like for most of my life, that's been the situation where the men have always done what they wanted to come Mm -hmm. and taken charge of their own orgasm. And it's only recently that I, as a female, have taken charge of my own orgasm and done what I needed to get there as, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. I agree. And um, Jay and I always say that to each other. We're like, oh, I'm responsible for my own orgasm. Like if we can't like get there or something, or I'll be like, babe, I'm so sorry. And I'll be like, I'm responsible for my own orgasm. It's okay. (laughs) I'll finish myself off over here. Uh, So... Yeah, I love that mindset um, and not being dependent on someone else for it. It's very empowering. Um, and I'm trying to deprogram myself from thinking, I'm a failure. This sexcapade is a failure because he didn't come or I didn't come for that matter. You know, like, so there's that aspect. And then there's if no one comes, it's like, was this whole thing a failure? It's like, no, you can focus on just the connection and the fun that you have in the pursuit of pleasure. Yeah. And yes, yeah, sometimes it is very disappointing if you can't come. It's like, God damn it, I can feel it. It's right there. But yeah, I'm trying to deprogram myself from that as well. Yeah. And I've been in a lot of a handful of play situations where say it's a foursome and maybe one or two or, pe- one or two people come in that situation and the other two haven't. It's I've been very comfortable to say, Hey, like, how do you want to come? Or how do you like to come? Mm -hmm. What can I do for you? How can we help you come? And I leave it up to them to kind of lay the scenario out. But again, that's them being in charge of their own orgasm by speaking up, by giving them the space to talk about what they need or want. I completely in that moment to come. And some people are honest and they're like, you know what? Like you could try, but I don't think I'm going to come. Yes. You know, I've, I've been up too late. I drank too much alcohol or whatever the situation is. You know, it's always still fun, but like you said, it's on the connection. And if you can come, you can come. It's a bonus. Speaking of last night, very interestingly, um, I truly thought that I was not going to come. And Jay was leaving for a business trip for a week. And we were like, let's let's get it in. We're gonna miss each other. And I was, you know, I started using my vibrator and like just felt like I was putting too much pressure on my pussy. We've talked about this in past episodes. It's like, you know, you you want to wake her up and like you're like, come on, just like get there. Like, let's go. And the more I was doing that, the further away any kind of orgasm was coming, it was getting. So I was like, Jay, just like enter me. Like, I just, the only reason why I want to fuck you right now is because I want to feel the closeness with you. And he's like, okay. So he was like, you sure, babe? And I was like, 
it's not going to happen. So he's like, great. He flips me over because he knows doggy style is like the easiest way for himself to come as quickly as possible if I'm not going to be getting anything from it. So as soon as I turned over within 15 seconds, I came. Oh, wow. Isn't that (laughs) wild? Like, I wonder if it's like the submission of like (laughs) being like used like that so that he could get his pleasure out of it, right? I I don't know. Like (laughs) just the the change in position because like typically when I'm on my back is how I come most reliably, not on my front. And it just, it was hitting the right spot. Maybe I took the pressure off my pussy by saying like, okay, I'm not going to come. And then it was like, okay, now I will. You know, yeah. it was just, it was crazy. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm digressing, but his ejaculation. So he came inside me. Mm. Where do you think is the hottest place for a guy to finish on you? Mm. Yeah, that's great. I personally really like when they come on my chest and like on my tits and on my stomach. I like to see it. I like to see it like shoot and, and what it does. Um, I'm, <laughs> I don't really care for coming on my face. I'll do it if the guy wants it, you know, but for me, I've had come in my eye oh, way too many oh, times oh, it is, and it burns the, like a motherfucker. It is awful. I have woken up the next morning with what looks like red eye, pink eye type of situation because of having come in my eye. So like, you know, for a while when M would come on me on my belly, I would always, cause he's a shooter. Like he could sometimes like shoot past my head. His orgasms are so strong sometimes, I guess, or how forceful he can be. So I would put up like my hand on my chin, like a shooter. I'm ready now. <laughs> got my, I got my cum mitt. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Jay is a shooter too. And and that was another thing that I was thinking of is like the difference in men who are like far shooters versus like men who just kind of like dribble. What's your experience with that? Yeah. I don't know. I have like my own assumptions about that, but I don't know any scientific data to support it. But I feel like if you're a shooter and you can really shoot your cum, you're, you have like strong sperm. And number two, you're more likely to have a boy if you're trying to get pregnant because- Get out of here. Yeah. So male sperm, this I know scientifically, male sperm are lazier than female sperm. So male sperm also, like they have like a quick, almost like a speedy endurance, but they give out too quickly where female sperm are in it for the long haul. They're just kind of slow and steady and they can travel for further differences. So they always say, well, this is an old wives tale, whether this is true or not, that when you're trying to have a baby that you should both orgasm together because um, when you do that, the female cervix, when you orgasm, it dips down. So it's almost like a scooping action. So when you come and they come inside of you, you're scooping the come up. You're giving more of that chance for that sperm, one, to get in, and two, for the male sperm to reach the egg first before the female sperm. Oh, my God. This is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I don't know if you've heard anything like that between the male sperm and the female sperm. And No, I've never heard anything like that, but it, it, it's fascinating, and I will say it 
probably makes a lot of sense that the, the men are like so excited and they give out, but the women are in it for the long haul. That you just you said a mouthful there, sister. <laughs> but what do you think about uh, shooters versus dribblers? Uh, I don't think about it. I think that uh, I've known my fair share of both, and. The shooting feel, you know what? The shooting feels more like fireworks and more exciting. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a fun finish, but it is more dangerous <laughs> <laughs> and also messier. And like, oh my god, yeah. I'm like, don't get in my hair, don't get in my hair. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and now I'm gonna be thinking about my eye the next time. But, uh, yeah. but the dribbler is like, it's, it's not dangerous, but it does feel a little bit less exciting. No offense, dribblers. I still love your cum. (laughs) And I think it's always fun for M, like when he comes and it shoots. I'm like, whoa, you hit the headboard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look how far you got. Oh my God, I'd love to take a blackboard into your bedroom, to your headboard. (laughs) A little black light. Uh, Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, Did I say blackboard? Yeah, you know what I mean. Black light. Um, So when I about you, where where do you think is the hottest place to come? So for me, I I like the intimacy of the inside. Um, Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, I was gonna say, especially when Jay is not using a condom, but I will say also, like, I love my partners who I use condoms with. I love when they come inside me. Like it just, it feels very connective. So yeah, I think, you know, feeling wise, that's the hottest to me. Um, looks wise, it's so sexy. Like I, I agree. I like the tits or something like that, tits and stomach. Cause I like to see it afterwards. It's almost like abstract art. But when I was talking to Jay about it, he was saying there's something really hot about um, coming on the back and like the ass. And I've had some really great pictures taken of me from behind with like that gorgeous curve of like the the back onto the ass and then like the, you know, the dribbles and pools of sperm. Like that's so fucking hot. It's like art yeah. every time. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. The the poll that I've taken from friends, boobs got a lot and inside got a little bit less, but all kind of like the same the same sentiments. Yeah, I agree with you. I like the connection of the of the internal. And I would say that um, Em and I are trying to get pregnant in the past couple of months. And we've, for the past like six years of our relationship, I haven't been on birth control, but he just has been pulling out. So for us to have him come inside of me, it's, it's so satisfying mm-hmm. to receive that and so much more connecting and that I'm enjoying it very much. Like, give me that cum. Like, yeah, get it inside me, you know? Like, it's hot. Have you ever had it drip out of you into someone else's mouth? Ooh, no, but it is a fantasy of ours. And actually, that's one of our fantasies is like once I'm pregnant, um, we I could have multiple guys come inside of me and have it like drip out. And M wants to fuck the other guys come like out of me and then come inside of me. Super naughty. Um, I had a Dom once who he did describe to me how he liked, he had a partner um, who would become inside by her other partner and he wanted her to come over without 
showering or anything. And he wanted to go down on her with the other guys mm. come in her and like yeah. just tasting how like cream dirty she is. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What do you think about like coming in your mouth? Do you spit or do you swallow? Um, it depends on how much I'm thinking about it. I sometimes I get in my own head and I'm like, oh, this is gross. And I spit it out. But then one of my friends was saying, like, it's already in your mouth. Like you've already <laughs> tasted it. You've gone through like the the time and effort of like having it in there. Like, what's the difference now between swallowing and spitting? And sometimes for me it's gag reflex. Like if I'm thinking mm. about it too much, then I'll start to like gag. But I just need to like get out of my head and just let it go down my throat. But I will say the best cure for that is deep throating. When they're finishing yep. in your mouth, just fucking shove it deeper and you won't taste anything. <laughs> yep. That's my trick. My trick is I shove it down my throat yeah. and I let and I let them come down my throat and I literally don't taste it, don't feel it, yep. don't even like nothing. You're like, are you sure you finished? Do you feel <laughs> yeah. Do you feel bad spitting come out? Um no, I'm like, fuck it. I just gave them a great, <laughs> great blowjob and they sh- should be so lucky. But, you know, I excuse myself. I'm like, I'm going to go bathroom. Come back. But, oh yeah, God. do you think it's disrespectful <laughs> or rude to do so? No, I don't think so at all. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I used – when I was younger, I did feel – a certain way about it. Like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, you know, like I, oh, I'm, I'm such a like little virgin or something like that. And I kind of shamed myself for spitting, which is just very interesting to think back and reflect on. But now I'm like, I'm in the mood. I'm not in the mood to swallow, like take it or leave it. I just gave you a fucking blowjob. So (laughs) exactly. Like I honestly haven't come across a guy who's really cared about that. I haven't pulled that many, but none of them have been like, ew, I can't believe you're spitting out my cum. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never been called out for it. So I would say for a while, I always spit it out. And then I just recently started like taking other guys come in my mouth, but it's only actually been with like the joy family if it's happened, because I don't know, I think there's just like a connection, a trust. I've known them for years. And so I'm like happy to take their come, mm. you know, it makes me, it, I'm satisfied and it actually, I like doing that. Oh, that's very interesting. So it's like the intimacy of ingesting someone's cum. I think I'm I'm thinking about my other partners and whether they so I use condoms they usually finish inside me with a condom but if I've given them head to completion what have I done I don't know Well I will tell you a fun story about uh the porn DJ and Nadia you were actually there for this but I don't know if you were paying attention because you might have been having your own fun but at NSFW the way that the room was laid out that night there was like a chair like a chaise lounge like right in the middle and there were almost like spotlights on it because a burlesque performance had gone on there earlier in the night and Nadia 
the porn DJ and I were all like kind of like walking back from the bar or the bathroom or something like that back to our bed where everybody was. And somehow we just started giving him head right there on the chaise lounge, like in front of everyone, like middle of the room. And so we gave him head together and he came like in both of our mouths, like half on our faces, but we both got some in our mouths. And shout out to the porn DJ, whatever the fuck he does. And he has told me nothing. He doesn't know why he tastes this way, but he tastes like nothing. And it's the first <laughs> man I have ever tasted who tastes like nothing. It's Have you mm. tasted his cum? No. Uh, yeah, I have. And I don't remember the, the flavor of it, but obviously it wasn't impressionable enough for me to be like, yeah. ew, it was awful or I could even describe it. So yeah. maybe it was just so neutral. I didn't even- It was so crazy to me and like I couldn't get over it. So I was like, that that can't be true. Like I actually asked him if he came because I didn't taste anything. And I was like, are you just fucking with us? Like, And Nadia was like, no, seriously, like that's his cum. It's amazing. And so later on- I was having sex with M like next to them. You were off doing your thing. <laughs> and he finished on her stomach. And M and I were like still finishing up, blah, blah, blah. We heard them finish. And then like once we finished, we were kind of like laying down, talking and stuff. And Nadia was like, Hey, did you want to taste his cum again? I was like, What are you talking about? And it was like a couple minutes after he had finished, she was like, well, it's still here if you want to taste it. So I like reached over, <laughs> scooped some up, tasted it. And I was like, it's true. <laughs> so shout out to Porn DJ. Best cup I've ever tasted because it tastes like nothing. <laughs> and actually, speaking of tasting like nothing, the best like pussies I've ever tasted, I will say probably don't taste like anything. And one mm. of the best compliments that I've ever received is someone said, my pussy tastes like nothing. It's like a trip to the spa. And I was like, I'm putting that on my field profile. Like going down on me is like a trip to the spa. To the spa. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Come visit your oasis. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Yeah. And then, last sexy story I have about cum I have had a sexy moment with dripping of Jay's cum out of my pussy into Holly's mouth. And it was kind of accidental. It wasn't like she put her face there to get it. It was like she was going down on me at the same time that he was fucking me. So she was like licking my clit and she was underneath me. And and it like kind of like that position where like you're almost getting smothered, but like in the best way. <laughs> and like yeah, the yeah, balls yeah. are like like hitting your nose, like your nose. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he comes inside me, and as he's pulling out, like after he came and finished, she's still down there. Oh wait, then she couldn't have been licking my. I don't know. I don't know how we were positioned, but anyway, somehow she was underneath and um, it dripped into her mouth, like onto her face and a little bit got in her mouth. And she was like, That's that was hot. fucking hot. Like, cause it was not yeah. intentional. It just happened. And we we're like, mm -hmm. 
are we okay with this? Yeah, we're okay with this. This is hot. Yes, we are. (laughs) Well, speaking of like coming in your pussy and whatever, have you ever, so say a guy is fucking you and you switch positions, have you ever, or do you intentionally suck his dick after he's been inside of you? Almost as like a little taste test of yourself. Like how do I taste? So this is another thing that I had to overcome and deprogram any thoughts about because at first I thought it was really gross, but I will say now I do do it quite often. Like, cause I do, I want to taste myself and how do I taste? How do I smell? And Mm -hmm. it's, it's hot. Yeah. You? Yeah. I have, yeah. I, I, I will if it's if the opportunity is there, I will do it because I'm curious as well. I want to know what I taste like. And sometimes like <clears throat> you know, it's not that I have like awful odors or bad odors, but like sometimes I'm turned on by, by my own smell. Mm-hmm. Like I like my own pheromones and I, I I can, you know, like if I if I'm going into a play situation and I haven't washed my pussy right away or if it's not super clean, like I like the way that I smell Mm. because it's it's me, it's my scent, Mm -hmm. you know? So for me, it also, I enjoy it. Have you ever tasted like very, like kind of citrusy, almost lemony um, pussies? Hmm. I mean, there's so many flavors of pussies out there. I find that that is a common theme, I would say, like citrusy. But also I wonder if some of it has to do with my own like perceptions and my own, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Your taste buds. My own taste buds. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, taste is very subjective. Yeah. You know, one pizza can taste amazing to some person and not taste as great to the other. It's, It's very subjective. So there's a lot of variables there. And there are some people with like dead taste buds. Like if you, if you have a cold even. Or a smoker, a cold, you use vape pens. Like you could be totally killing your taste buds and not have a clear sense of taste or smell. How interesting is that? Wow. I didn't even think about that before. Um, And Mm. then there are those berries. Actually, Brandy said she wanted to host like a dinner party uh, using these. Those berries that you can get on like the dark web that if you ingest them for like two hours, your taste buds are completely out of whack. Like lemons taste sweet. Uh, Never heard of this? No. I've heard of it, but I've never experienced it We're going to have a taste buds party? Yes. (laughs) Where everything is upside down. How crazy what? is that? Yeah. I would totally be down for I'd that. I'd be so down. I think it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that like citrusy and lemony is a common theme for me. And then, um, you know, you can kind of tell when something's up if it's like overly fishy. So Okay. So <laughs> I have a story. I was at Naughty in New Orleans a couple of years ago and we found like a really nice group of friends and we all went back and had like a daytime orgy at the hotel room. And I went down on a girl, she was on her all fours and she was playing with somebody else. And I just kind of like approached and started licking her pussy. And the minute I licked her pussy, I was like, oh no, this is not a good situation. But what's interesting was that the minute that I licked her, she immediately jerked her head back to look to see who it was. Mm. And it's almost as if she looked at me to know, like, I know that I'm not right down there. Yeah. And so, like, 
I licked her for like literally two or three seconds and I just like backed away and just like fingered her instead. And I was like, wow, that was not okay. And I didn't know how to handle the situation other than just just get out of it completely. (laughs) So what do you think we should do if we are fishy smelling and we know this about ourselves? Mm. And what do you think we should do in a situation like that if we find ourselves confronted with a fishy pussy? (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay. So like for me, if I'm off or if that's happening to me, I would not put myself in a play situation. That's what I was going to say. It's like, I might like make up an excuse. Like I have my period, even though I don't, because I just don't want to put myself in a situation. But at this point in time, I'm also very aware of my scent and smell and I test, I check it very frequently. I have the tools in my toolbox to prevent anything like that from happening. Like you said, you use the boric acid capsules that you insert vaginally. There's the um, the vaginal gels that you can use that rebalance your pH levels, or they're also called odor eliminating gels. Mm. So, like, I'm very cognizant of leading into a play weekend or a date or any situation to using those products if I need them or at least checking myself before I go into a situation. Otherwise, if I know that I'm feeling a little off, that completely turns me off sexually. Like my desire goes down to want to play with others. And then, then I'm, I don't, I'm not feeling as calm. I'm self-conscious. You know? Exactly. Yeah. The confidence isn't there. Yeah. Um, okay. So in that situation, like it was still newer in our experiences with others, but like I didn't go up to her after and say anything. Mm. But let me ask you this. Say you were in that situation. You were the one with the stinky pussy, right? <laughs> but maybe, maybe. You were the one with maybe, the stinky pussy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you didn't know it. Like maybe you truly and honestly didn't realize it until someone went in there and started moving things around and really messing around. And then you were stinky. Like what would. Would you prefer somebody approach you? Would you prefer somebody pull you out of the situation and stop you and say like, hey, I just want to let you know that like things are a little off down there. Is everything okay? Are you feeling okay? How would you, would you rather be told or would you rather not know at all? It is really hard for me to imagine a scenario in which I wouldn't be aware. So- right. I'm thinking that if I were that person, if I'm not aware of how I smell, it's because I'm not in touch with myself down there very much. And so Mm. I probably wouldn't want to know. So maybe just let it lie. Yeah. That's what I... I think it would, I think it would suck to be approached to be like, you're, yes. hey, like something's off down there. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, I would be appreciative, but at the same time, there'd be like a level of embarrassment and shame that kind of comes up because of that. But so like, I'm not, I would say that I, I wouldn't, of course there would be disappointment at first, but I, I wouldn't mind if somebody came up to me and said like, Hey, by the way, like you should check things out down there. I'd actually appreciate that more and just have to deal with the process of the shame and the, you know, disappointment that comes with that. I'm wondering if Um, it can be sandwiched like with, you know, Hey, I, I think you're so hot. Like I really wanted to go down on you, but when I went down there, it smelled awful. (laughs) You had a stinky pussy. As soon as you figure out your stinky pussy, I can't wait to go down on you. (laughs) 
know that you know business sandwich. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> made up with some some positive affirmations first. Yeah. Yeah, it's a catch twenty two. I think that if it were like one of you guys or like my best friends or something, like I would be like, Hey, like I think something's a little off down there. But at the same time, I think even during play, you talk about being in touch. I think I would notice that Fuck yes. in the middle of play. And I would be the one to, hey, I think yes. I, I taste off or I smell off. I'm really sorry if you notice that, but I think I I'm off. You know what? I have personal experience with this. And it was me. And it was when I was less experienced and not comfortable with my partner. Um, and it was very early on. It was the first partner that I had, the one who introduced me to uh, sex clubs. And it was towards the end of our time together. Um, he was making me feel increasingly less secure in our time, in our relationship together. And so... I think when I felt like I was a little bit smelly, I was afraid to mention anything to him. I had never had BV before. Um, turns out it happens frequently because we're always introducing new dicks and new fingers and new condoms into and different loops yeah, and, into yeah. our pussies. So it it makes total sense. And now like I know exactly when it's coming on, but then it was brand new to me. And I didn't know why I smelled weird. And I was just embarrassed by it. And so I was just hoping that he wouldn't notice. But it got so bad. It was not it it was not 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 noticeable. Not not noticeable. You had to notice it. Is that how you say? It? Yeah, it was there. Yeah, yeah. It, like <laughs> it was like it got to the point where we were, you know, having sex in the dark in um, a bedroom, and like I could smell. We were like kind of on our knees, like making out and stuff, and my underwear were down, and like I could smell it, and mm-hmm. like an overwhelming smell, and I just didn't say anything. He didn't say anything, and then the more neither of us said anything, the more we didn't say anything. It was like, so yeah. If he had said something to me, I think that yeah, it would have been really detrimental. So I think that the reason why people don't say something is because they really do have a major insecurity. So it might be really traumatic. Yeah, it's a sensitive topic. But knowing that, I mean, I think we just have to come back to the fact that if somebody is saying that to us, they're looking out for our best interests. It's like somebody who tells you there's something in your teeth, Mm -hmm. you know, like, hey, you have something in your teeth. Like (laughs) At first you're really embarrassed, but you're like, thank God they said something. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like while there is some shame and some guilt or like, you know, issues with attached to that at the beginning, at the end of the day, it's, it comes out of like, Hey, is everything okay? I'm looking out for you. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I am very curious. I have a couple of questions to ask our listeners and this is, I really want feedback on this. Um, have you ever been approached when you've been the stinky pussy in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> or your cum uh-huh. tastes like ammonia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man. Um, yeah. So have you ever been told that you taste bad or smell bad? Um, and how did you receive it? How did the person tell you? Um, and then have you ever given feedback to people and how did you say it and how did they receive it? Um, because I think this is really something that we are not the only people who go through this. So help help yeah. everyone out. 
Yeah. Yeah. So send your responses to girlsgonedeep at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. And also on Instagram at girls gone deep podcast. You can always find us there. And I think that's it for today. We are not hitting those other topics. No, you're right. You called it, girl. I knew it. I knew that come was a very loaded. <laughs> like that? <laughs> a very loaded category. Well, thank you to our sponsors, Horrible Life. That's W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E.com. They sell a card game of Have You Ever All Things Sex and Kink. So get 10% off your first deck with code Gone Deep. So thanks for tuning in. We're going to be looking forward to your answers and maybe we'll do a follow-up episode once we hear some responses. So yeah. I'm Elle. And I'm V. Bye.